For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today, our guest is Joel Coelho, Professor of Biosystems Engineering in our College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. Joel is developing high-tech types of farming that optimize crop production. Welcome. Thank you, Leslie. Happy to be on your show. I'd like to know a little bit about your background before we go deeply into your work. What stimulated you to become interested in this ultra-efficient form of farming? Right, so the big picture really uh, that framed that interest is sustainability. <clears throat> and uh, my interest in sustainability basically began when I was in grad school at Penn State. When I was doing my master's and my PhD, my research work was directly involved in uh, sustainability. And, and that was because I was at Penn State in the 1990s, and that was really a pivotal uh, decade in terms of our increased and heightened awareness about sustainability of resources. Because that was a time when, uh, you know, population was continuing to increase. And also that was a time, lastly, when the world was being reconfigured for us to have one global economy. And that was the time when, when China was really emerging as the factory of the world. And, and that had a lot of uh, enormous implications because that facilitated the unprecedented uh, movement and redistribution of resources on a planetary scale. And a lot of those are going into China because it's the factory of the world and they needed all of these raw materials and energy to be able to do what they're doing. And how did your work feed into that? With the rise of China as the factory of the world, that actually enabled uh, millions of Chinese uh, to be lifted out of poverty into uh, the middle class. And so being part of the middle class, that meant that they had the disposable income to buy all sorts of stuff, you know, from mm -hmm. television to uh, smartphones and, and, of course, food. And uh, so that really um, brought to the fore uh, the, uh, the critical uh, significance of having our food supply uh, increase because of, of that uh, uh, humongous middle class that has been produced. And this is not only in China, but it's, it's all over the world. So how did you come to vertical farming? When NASA was conducting uh, this uh, area of space farming, or formerly known as controlled ecological life support systems, uh, that was in the 1960s and the 70s and the 80s. And, you know, that was the period of the Cold War with the USSR, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republic. So they themselves had their own uh, space program, uh, and they have a division also on space farming. So there was a competition between these two countries. And so there was a lot of incentive for NASA to develop technology techniques and technologies and innovations uh, to make uh, space farming uh, possible and feasible. And Japan at that time, because they had, uh, you know, they didn't have a lot of land resources and other resources for growing food, they looked at what NASA was doing and they realized, oh, wow, this is something that we could really establish here in Japan and commercialize. And that's precisely what happened. They commercialized space farming, so to speak, and they produced what was known at that time as plant factory, which really is vertical farming as we know it today. Tell us how you arrange uh, the farming so that it's vertical, taking up less land um, and, and making great use of the nutrients that you provide. Right. So the I would say that the best way to visualize that or conceptualize that is imagine a warehouse that is completely sealed 
and inside you've got these racks that are arranged one on top of another so that you have a two-story or three-story high racks of crops that are being grown hydroponically meaning to say that there's no soil and the nutrients are delivered to the crops in liquid solution um, so it's basically irrigation if you pick up a tomato can you tell the difference between one grown in your vertical farming uh, arrangement and and one grown in a field absolutely yes in general yes you can uh, you can taste the uh, the difference in terms of the flavor profile uh, um, is and, it better uh, yes definitely yes <laughs> and it's not just me but uh, you know people who are working in this in these areas and even regular customers when they are asked to try one that is grown in the field and one that is grown in a vertical farm they could really tell the difference well, thank you. This is very exciting. We've been talking with Joel Coelho about his new energy-efficient technologies for growing crops. It's very exciting. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.